Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467369. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazin Lambre, and I'm joined by a very special man, near and dear to my heart, on the west side of Los Angeles. What's up, Nando? What's popping? You're my most special man, dude. That's, that's, you know that. You know ah, that, thank you. Thank you. Warms the soul. It truly does. Um, on today's show, man, we wanted to get into some relative, re- some like really relevant topics. Um, gotta cover January six. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, we're, <laughs> you we're glued do- to the hearings. You weren't no, glued to the hearings. No, I haven't watched. Okay. A second here's here's show. here's the analysis. Here's the analysis you need on all of that shit. 
no one's gonna like no one important and with power is gonna go to jail over anything. So therefore, so what's it's the all point? Useless. Yeah, yeah, like who cares? Like, um, you know, yeah. So that's it. That's the analysis. But we do want to get to just the inflation, the price hikes uh, in places like gas and air travel and, you know, different sectors of the economy and what it all means. But, you know, but first we wanted to get into something that Nando sees as part of a whole piece um, in all of this stuff. And that was the crash of the crypto markets, uh, you know, just last week. Basically, everything has been down in every part of crypto because I, I, I own some Bitcoin. So I saw through via Cash App. Cash App always reminds you when Bitcoin is up, Bitcoin is down. They, yeah. They're always telling you. Um, and I saw it was at like $26,000 per Bitcoin to, to which a lot of people were like, oh, my God, that's crazy, which I don't really think is that big of a deal. Not for the people who actually got rich off of it. Um, and I'm, and we'll get into what I mean by that later and all of them, Ethereum, you name it, all of this stuff was down. Um, and a lot of people are wondering what it all means. And what's hilarious to me, Nando, about Cripcoin, Crip, Cripcoin, crypto and how it relates to the greater sort of, um, market and, and all of that stuff is like. When you see gas go up and down, like it's shit that we use. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so the effect you could yes, from it, to be. It, it warms people's homes. Like yeah. it's, it's like it's flying airplanes, like it's doing all of this stuff, right? And so, like, you see how it can have all these effects all around the economy. Like you you notice it because it's this tangible thing that we actually use like when i see crypto crashes like that aren't tethered to you know some of it i think is tethered to the 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 price of the interest rates going up um in the the loan market and all of these other financial uh sort of um environmental conditions but like uh, a part of me is just like <laughs> What is this shit based on? You know, actually, that's a lie. Very early on in the pandemic, when the Fed was infusing the economy with way more cash and money, um, and I'm not talking about our checks. They were doing it no. all over the place, guys. Like, our checks were just a tiny fraction of that. Like, it kind of made sense, right? It's like, Bitcoin is this, you know, something that is made uh, scarce, and there's only so much of it. And when the Fed is sort of flooding the zone, you kind of get why this theoretical currency that's fixed to a, uh, that is um, affixed to a certain number um, of, of Bitcoin being out there. You're like, oh, okay, this is, this is scarce. And they're making the dollar less scarce. So then this becomes more value. Like you can kind of follow all of that shit. The whole crypto economy just crashing one day, like it's hard to make sense of all of that, Nando. So I'm very interested to know how you're seeing this whole sort of dance play out. Well, the crypto phenomenon that really took, I mean, crypto has been around for what, like 10 years kind of thing, but really it's been the last two years where it's really become this really hot issue right that everyone kind of talk was talking about at one point um a lot of people were getting really rich 
Um, and I think a lot of it is what you were talking about, is that in the wake of the pandemic, um, the government responses, especially in the United States, was this massive quantitative easing of cash into capital markets. Like they were literally, the Fed was like literally pumping cash into um, financial markets. And, you know, it was very easy for people with money to get even more money, right, for investments and things like that. And the problem is, partly because the pandemic, but partly because capitalism has entered into a state of kind of stagnation is that there are no real productive places to put that cash. Like, you know, there's no like sector of the economy that like you can invest them your money in. Dude, we couldn't even, we couldn't even get an infrastructure bill through. Like yeah. we couldn't even be like, yo, why don't we like remake the country? Like yeah. make it like build some doper bridges and roads and rails and this. And like, we couldn't even like literally like something tangible that people yeah. would go to work on that would make uh, the quality of life better for average people. Like we couldn't even do that. We couldn't invest in that. Like we just, there's nothing tangible for these ultra rich people to put their money to. So it's like, yo, why don't I put my money into JPEGs? Yeah. Like we're going to create this new thing that, you know, it's like what the metaverse is, you know, like capitalism one, like there are no more lands for capitalism to conquer. And when that happens, when there are no no new markets for capitalism to conquer, I mean, I, I think it's hard for us to understand that because it's the relatively recent phenomenon, right? Like China was kind of like the last big holdout, you know, and, and capitalism like got in there, especially post 1999, you know? Um, so there are no new markets to conquer. And for a while, that was the growth area. China was the growth. You know, that's yeah. where that's where American capital could find growth was in China, like in the in the 2000s and stuff like that. People were putting their money in money in China because China could grow. Now that's done. You know, it's it's gotten it's there. Over. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's grown. It's a grown <laughs> man now. It's, it's off the college. You don't need your it doesn't need your, you know, your your yeah. breast milk anymore. Yeah. Uh, China's uh, now a stripper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and. So, so there are no, no new markets to conquer. And what happens that is that prof, the overall rate of profit falls when that happens because competition, you know, like if something, if there's a profitable company here, a bunch of new ones are going to be like, oh, we want to know that. And they come in and they compete, 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 and, and whittles profit down. That's what always has created crises of capitalism over time. Capitalism has always reinvented itself through these major crises like two world wars, the Great Depression, you know, the great crisis of the 1970s, um, you know, the, the financial crisis, like there's always like a big collapse that then it kind of restarts the, the system. But the problem is back then there were these new markets to, to flow into also. Now we don't have that anymore. So where does the money go? They have to create these new things. And that's why they're creating this fucking metaverse bullshit. They're creating crypto. They're creating the JPEGs. And, and it's like, oh, look, it's this new thing, but it's fake. Like it's, it's, it's fake. fake. <laughs> it's fucking fake. You know, it's I, fucking I got, fake. I got into this conversation with a homie of mine, and I like I realized that the person had invested in NFTs just as you know the, to diversify their portfolio, right? But I was just talking, just generally speaking, I was just like the like, yes, there's fake Picassos out there, but a guy. <laughs> has to sit down and make a fake Picasso. Like the, yeah. the, 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 the manpower, the brain power that it takes to make a fake Picasso. Yeah. You can't tell me that's the same shit 
as me right clicking on your JPEG. <laughs> yeah, you there's, can't it's a little bit more elastic. It's not the yeah. fucking same. I'm sorry. And, and I know I sound like a fucking kook when I say this. I'm just like, bro, no. like you're fucking ugly ape. I can just right click. And then you be like, oh, well, you don't have the original bill of sale. So I still have it. The exact same thing. And I could put it on my profile. And you could do what? You could try to advertise like, well, I have the original. What do you Did you see what about? happened to Seth Green? Did you see what happened to Seth Green, yes, the actor? They stole his damn NFT and he can't sell his TV show no more. <laughs> In case I didn't follow the story, I'll explain it really. Seth Green, the actor. You know, uh, uh, Dr. Evil's son in the Austin Powers series, if you don't know who Seth Green, the actor yes, is. he's a legend. Um, he bought a board ape or a couple board apes or whatever. They're like a half a million dollars, these things, right? Um, and he developed a TV show based off of the IP of the ape that he owned. You know, he created like an animated show and he was going to shop it around and try to sell it and whatever. And he did all this work to create like, you know, I think he wrote like a script and you know, whatever about like the ape running around his little ape world. Um, and then someone stole his ape, you know, the NFT. And now he legally doesn't have, he doesn't own the IP for the show he created. So he can't sell it no more. By the way, that like. It's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Like this idea that I can't, I now can't make a show because the proof that I own this JPEG has been stolen from me is again, this is, this is the height of insanity. And it's just like, I, I feel like society and internet digital culture and just, you know, just a lack of an investment in people from, you know, our institutions, like people get driven to this digital shit and they just really just like, well, the real world is ass. And maybe I'll find greener pastures here in the fake world. Yeah. And the thing is like, guys. And like Seth Green, your career's not coming back because you got the board age. hundred percent. And my thing is like, <laughs> you can't get a blow job in the digital world, guys. No, you can't. Like the these two, you, you can't have human physical like real interactions in these worlds. Like that's why I'm just like, man, people just don't respect. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Like the idea that you could say, well, people make fake Picassos. I'm like, bruh, you know how like hard that is? You have to like go to art school, you know, like learn how to be an incredible painter. Like, you know, where you can dismissed it like the response was well they make fake picassos too the fakes in the art world that's the thing i'm like bro you know what it takes to do that and get away with that i can just right click your jpeg <laughs> like it, it, like how how do a thousand times in like four seconds you know bro, it can be reproduced a trillion times in no time Yet yeah. you're telling me this is somehow valuable because you quote unquote own it in the digital space. I hate, look again, I hate sounding even, like a what? Even a baseball card 
is like hard to reproduce, you know, because it's like the closest thing, right? It's like a baseball card, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. And and like, yeah, baseball cards are stupid and they're they're useless in some real way. Like, you know, your baseball card doesn't do anything or whatever. Some of them have a lot of value and that's kind of crazy. But even the replicability of the baseball card, you know, which I'm sure you can go to a print shop and like figure out a way to like get the same cardboard or whatever, you know, like, yeah, it's it's hard. You don't have to go to art school. Uh, so that you can recreate a Picasso by hand yeah. or whatever, or God forbid, like a Da Vinci or whatever. Uh, but like even that process <laughs> is like, you know, it's hard. It, it, and they fake age it and they do like, bro, like you can't even compare the manpower that goes into it. Right. And I'm just like, yo, this is wild. And then again, I will say this again for the 10 trillionth time. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. I went to a Bitcoin conference in 2015. It sounded amazing. And what they basically said was like, this is a form of currency. What sets this apart from... The currency we have now is you can do this in secrecy. You can do a digital transaction for goods with this as the backing and nobody will know who got the money, who sent the money. That is never been done before. It has a functional use. Of course, all of the uses are nefarious, tax dodging, buying ecstasy and cocaine on the internet, on the dark web, whatever, but you can say whatever you want about the intentions. That's that's a that's a function, Nando. Like, oh shit, I can move money around in secret. The FBI has the back door to Bitcoin, y'all. You can no longer do Bitcoin in secret. That's over. So it yeah. basically no longer has its functionality. Maybe you, if you guys can tell me that. You know, the blockchain, if y'all tell me y'all going to come up with another way to make the blockchain fire, cool. All the shit that y'all have come up with so far are fucking worthless now. 
Yeah, and well, I, I, I talk to a lot of people. I mean, I get in these arguments all the time. I mean, I've always been kind of a skeptic. You know, just naturally, like, I, I, was, this skeptical, I was skeptical of Bitcoin because I'm like, how is Uncle Sam going to stand for this? This well, is the course, type of shit. That was my point. That was always my point. I was like, guys, 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 We've guys. gone to war for the last Yeah, you can have your fun, you know, but like, do you know what this, the U.S. government is? <laughs> you know, like, this, this challenges the entire notion of the yeah. American state. The, yeah. like, literally. <laughs> Like, well, that saying, my... Yeah, we're gonna bring it down, and I'm like, okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. You know, we're like, yes, you know, a stateless world, like you know, blah 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 blah. Like, so, like I'm like, it, I'm like are you stupid? Like, program? Like, couldn't some fucking hackers or somebody figure this shit? They they figured it out. By the way, this whole story about this one Chinese guy who did it and didn't want the glory. Satoshi Nakamoto. That shit yeah. was bullshit, man. That shit was bullshit. But again. My thing was like, I was like, man, this shit sounds dope. They had great drinks at the at the conference or whatever. But in my head, I was right. like, man, like I'm paying attention to everything you guys have said, but this this literally stands against everything the American government pay um stands for, which is you have to pay me. <laughs> Mon all money basically belongs to me, all of it. Yeah. You have to pay me. This idea that you could skirt paying me. That's how the whole system breaks down, if that's the case. So I'm just like, I don't see how Uncle Sam is going to stand for that. Then it was, son, I remember it was like the smallest headline somewhere. And it was like, yeah. And I was reading this shit, and it might have been about Bitcoin or whatever. And it was like, yeah, the Fed's got the back door now. I was like, all right. So then this shit is pointless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you well, were saying, man, though. No, but it's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, aside of like just how... I mean, in my opinion, like just like how obviously stupid it all is. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make, you know, they, what, what ends up happening if you push them a little bit, like a little bit, it always just ends up doubling down to like some ridiculous kind of revolutionary. Yeah. In the sky. yeah. Uh -huh. yeah it's like, you know, when you're trying to like, no, 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 like, okay. In the real world in today, how does this shit, how is this supposed to work? And then they're like, oh, but like, and then you're like, no, no. And then you push them on a little bit and the whole thing just kind of basically comes down to faith it's like you know i believe it's like it's like a religious thing that's why they're so fervent about it mm -hmm. you know like because it, it has essentially become a sort of faith right but to me it was so obvious what's going on you know and I, and, and it's maybe because of like my ideological training uh under comrade marx but you know when when there are no productive investments for uh, the money to go and they're just and, and the, the the system is just shoveling trillions of dollars of easy money like why do you think you saw like these like insane vc uh funds like just investing in all these crazy companies you know that and don't make any fucking sense do it. because and because the money was easy to come by it's the interest rates were zero which makes it means that borrowing money is like fucking free you know what i mean the fed is like you know encouraging this the federal government is encouraging this uh in in the wake of the cares act and you know, in the COVID uh, relief bill, which they, they did it through these like kind of cheap money mechanisms. And there's just money sloshing around everywhere. And it's like, OK, this is very obviously just like if there's easy money. We got to put it somewhere. Let's do this play with our little fucking computer games. But when was and here's my point coming back to the gas prices thing. The federal the system is turning the money machine off. Uh, mm. I don't know if you saw today. 
that the Federal Reserve announced that it was hiking interest rates up uh, by three quarters of a percentage point. It doesn't matter. They're being, the point is that they're they're hiking interest rates. The party's over. The party's fucking over. You know, and what's the like when you gotta tighten the shit? What's the first thing that's gonna go? The fucking computer games and the JPEGs. You know? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> of course. And 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 again, like I, I think there's a, I think people like to sneer at the crypto bros on the internet, and I don't really have an interest in doing that because I think like a lot of normal people thought this was a legitimate way for them to build wealth. I can remember. Man, I can remember at the point in 20, I think it was still 2020, when that shit hit 60,000. And I was like, God damn, this is kind of fucking insane, right? Um, And and by the way, I know somebody who got in when it was like $1,000 or something like that, or, you know, or hundreds of dollars or something like that, and has made hundreds of millions of dollars off of this shit so there are people who were able to strike gold and hit the lottery on it and you know and 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 god bless them you know what i mean but like the average person man you was never gonna turn into no fucking tech billion of uh, some crypto billionaire overnight from just from doing nothing else but just purchasing bitcoin like Again, like nobody's using it for anything. There is no use. We already have a way to transfer funds. It's slower. It is slow, which I don't necessarily think it's is not a bad even, thing. No, but no, no, no. But was I, I? I like dabbled in. I, I, I like don't have any Bitcoin or whatever. But I dabbled in, you know, for reasons that are not important. Like a few months ago, in a couple transactions here and there. Um, and it's if first of all. It's so much more expensive. These fucking gas taxes or whatever they do, like what do they call them? Like, uh, like when you do a transaction on anything, they call, they charge these gas taxes, which are fucking exorbitant, you know, like and unpredictable. Like each time, like it's different. You know what I mean? You can't predict it, which is fucking bananas. Like no system can work like that. You know what I mean? That like the 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 gas price changes, uh, like from because of all the energy the that it takes to mine Bitcoin. Yeah, or to pay the fucking middleman and the thing. So first of all, like it, it takes, it, it, and then second of all, like it's so much more rinky-dink. You know, it's so easy to steal. It's so easy to like <laughs> hack this shit. You know, it's supposed to be this like impenetrable thing. Like you know, it's supposed to be like dead safe. Like that's what they build it as. Like this kind of completely transparent and dead safe thing. Like bro, you got your money in your bank account. Like no one's stealing that shit. It's impossible. Why? Because even if someone did steal it. Like, if you someone fucking robbed your bank and stole every fucking cash dollar they had, the federal government insures it. And you fucking... <laughs> <see your face. laughs> you know? but Seth Green's fucking apes are not, you know? <laughs> it's a fucking guy who can just steal it. <laughs> okay, so... And then the actual thing, like, when you, when you sign up for a Coinbase thing, dude, it takes, like, two weeks to process, like, some of this. It, it's, it's, it's only faster once you've already become, like, a very you know, like very into it. But like, if you're just kind of dabbling in it, it's incredibly onerous. And then it's so much more rinky dink, so much more unregulated and able to be destroyed and hacked and swindled and whatever and what have you. And then finally, like these transaction taxes on these fucking Bitcoin, uh, on, on any of these crypto transactions are fucking exorbitant and unpredictable. Like it, the fucking shit makes no sense. Um, 
So, I mean, I don't know. Like, and, and the thing with the blockchain, which like is something that probably, you know, will exist and it has some kind of useful function. They bill it though, as this kind of like revolutionary thing that's going to change the way the thing is works. And I'm like, oh, it's just like a way to like, you know, make it's a contract. Like more, <laughs> like we have contracts. Like, I don't know. Like what's the... Well, I, it's digitizing contract. a digital contract like cool like it you know like <laughs> what problem are you solving for like contracts are like what are they no. like getting like and yeah. and again like i said when they came up with the sort of troll coins like the doge coin and the this and elon musk basically jerked you guys when everyone ran to the hills <laughs> jerk you guys with the doge coin and he pumped and dumped you to death then dropped you like a bad habit you know um it was just like all right like guys like i mean at least the bitcoin people are telling you like there's a functionality to the bitcoin like what the fuck is doge coin bro what is anybody supposed to do with that and a lot of people's like whatever you can get in and get out and this and that and it was just what like craze it was this craze man it was a mania i mean it was very obviously a mania right yeah you know like the robin hood shit the the amc shit the GameStop shit it <laughs> was just the crazy moment where people thought this was their ga california gold rush and everybody just ran on in and and they just got their heads beaten in by some Black Hawk Indians, man. I swear to God. <laughs> like, it, it's crazy. But yeah, like I said, you know, the Federal Reserve is turning off the money machine. Um, yep. They're raising interest rates. I mean, honestly, frankly, I mean, they're doing it in the name of fighting inflation. And like, I mean, you know, inflation is a very real phenomenon mm -hmm. that's happening right now. I mean, if anyone's gotten gas lately, it's fucking crazy. Um, but the problem is, uh, so th this, so the, the way that the, the government is deciding to fight inflation is the same way they did it uh, in the uh, in the 1970s, which is basically by inducing a recession uh, and making everyone poorer. And what what that what the problem with that is that it misunderstands the nature of this inflation and why it exists. Right? If you talk to rich people, they always say like. Oh, look at this inflation. It's because, like, you know, we gave all those fucking poor people, like, the unemployment benefits and it's the so $1,000 checks, you know, and the labor market got aggressive. Like, we've talked about it, you know, like workers leaving their job, workers demanding more wages, workers, you know, like being more militant. You know, that usually happens in that kind of environment when they get a little money in their pocket, they get more self confident. The oh, so there's no proof that wages have actually gone up that significantly. It's not. No, yeah, there's definitely like an uptick in worker militancy, and there has been an increase in, in 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 wages. The problem is with the inflation. But the thing is, you know, the other aspect, and I would argue the the main aspect driving inflation is this little thing called the fucking pandemic, and this other little thing <laughs> called the war in Russia and Ukraine. Like yeah. the supply chains are fucked. You know, yeah. like and when you can't, you know, like when China is shutting down entirely when like two people get fucking covid you know and they put like you know a city of 25 million people that happens to like manufacture a huge chunk of the world's you know whatever these things you know like whatever they you know like shit that gets made over there um and the supply chains ground to a halt then prices go up obviously yes and when there's a war in it's russia 
Sorry. And people and to to make people understand, right? Like if I have two things, if I have these four trinkets that I usually sell at $2 a pop, but now the supply chain has been messed up so much that I only have one, I'm going to sell that one for 8 or at least 6, right? Like it, it's it's more scarce and so therefore like yo, I still got bills to pay. I'm going to sell it for more because the demand is still there. Like it, it's really not that complicated bro yeah. like they're not producing as much goods because of the pandemic because of the war and so supplies are low like it's it's obvious instead of being like yo how do we invest in a way to get the supply chain moving again it's like oh the, like or the manufacturer should hear god forbid god forbid yeah. we paid people livable wages to make shit here you know but, so like the war in Ukraine, like the war in Russia and like the economic sanctions on Russia, you know, Russia is a huge country and, you know, has a ton of raw materials that like it exports to the world, like a ton of like random ass minerals that appear in like, you know, your Bernie Sanders mug and shit, you know, or your microphone or like a ton of that shit gets gets mined out of Russia and then exported to the rest of the world. Uh, oil, like Russia is one of the biggest exporters of oil in the world. Um, you know, if you're talking about gas prices, like the fact that Russia is now cut off uh, from you know, the US market uh, of oil, like is going to drive prices up. So like, again, it's misunderstanding the nature of the inflation. Like it's not that it's not that workers are getting too uppity and making too much money. It's, it's that not because workers got $3,000. Shut yeah. up. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just a, it's just a very bleak thing. I mean, the, the one bright spot is seeing the crypto crash because that's fun, but um, the recession that's coming that is being basically induced by the government on purpose you know, and this is like where, like, if I were Brandon, I'd be like, bro, like, I'd be firing the Fed chair, like, right now. <laughs> you know, like, like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, uh, Brandon's approval rating is below 40% for the first time. And if you look at, if you look at his approval and disapproval, it was like, you know, approve here and disapprove here. And as the year has gone on, and then like the, the supply chain and like inflation thing got crazy, it went like this, you know, like it just completely flipped. Um and he's fucked. He's toast, you know, like, especially for 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 this election, because the, the economy is going to be in the tank um, because the Federal Reserve is going to basically induce a recession. Um, and it's sad. It's sad that they, they just keep doing the same game plan rather than doing the correct game plan, which is to strengthen supply chains, like invest, invest the public money to put people to work, to make people do productive things that are needed, you know, like fixing fucking roads and creating new fucking dams or solar energy uh, farms or whatever. Um, they don't do that. They just like, now we're going to turn off the money spigot and you guys are fucked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so stupid. And like, again, like you see stuff with the car markets and it's like, it's like these small little things that they're missing from cars that they just can't get and it's like damn we can't just turn around Dude, and start making that shit have you looked at the car market recently like the used car market so like you know there you know we, we talked about a little bit about the election in california and one of the things people point to is like the car carjackings are like way up uh in, in like la <laughs> in and just going whatever okay Dude, have you seen the used mark car market right now like this is again this is just a market mechanism like Look at like a fucking what it, what it costs to buy like a 2018 Honda Accord, you know, with like 50,000 miles. Like you'll be like, what? 
you know, it's because these the supply like there are there's a limited supply of cars. Like they're they're not making more cars because they can't get the raw materials to the factories to make the fucking cars. So obviously, you know, criminals are seeing that. They're seeing like, holy shit, I can go on eBay and sell a car for an absurd <laughs> price these days. You know, like I'm gonna fucking jack this car. <laughs> you know? Like, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, like oh, what God. people don't realize, like it's just you gotta look at the you gotta look at the macroeconomic trends to understand the forces in society and how they're behaving. You know, you gotta look at the fundamentals of of how the the economy works to understand why crypto is crashing, why carjackings are up, and why gas prices are at seven dollars a gallon. Well, folks, that's our show for today. Make sure you are locked into every single Count the Dings property. Make sure you become a patron. It's less than a cup of coffee a month to support the great content that we do for you guys on a weekly, daily basis. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.